Introduction Step away from your dusty knickknacks. Back off from the towering stack of boxes in your garage. Don't try to cram another piece of clothing into that overflowing closet. We hate to break it to you, but you have too much stuff. Your home is overflowing with things you can't even remember owning. And your junk drawer has spawned offspring. You need a month's notice for anyone to come visit you, and you can't remember the last time you were able to park your car in the garage. Your makeup drawer has mascara from five years ago, and you own 17 pairs of black shoes, 11 of which look remarkably similar. We haven't been spying on you, but we know exactly what you're doing. It's an epidemic, and not too many years ago, we were in exactly the same situation. How you got into this mess? You get conned into buying things for the life you want to have. Commercials and ads tell you that if you buy these clothes, you'll look like the model wearing them. And if you buy this exercise equipment, you'll have the perfect body. And if you have this kind of home, car, watch, purse, television, computer, jewelry, you'll live happily ever after. But we're going to let you in on a little secret. Marketers get paid to sell you stuff. Sometimes, even stuff you actually need. But if you only buy what you need, advertisers won't make enough money to stay in business. You don't have to be convinced to buy food, shelter, clothing, and other necessities. But you do have to be sold on the need for a blanket with sleeves, a s'more maker, or a belt that magically works to give you six-pack abs while you sit on your bum and watch television. In fact, think of all the money spent on treadmills every year when we could all just get outside and, you know, walk. Advertisers depend on selling you more stuff to stay in business. And when you aren't dealing with the advertisers preying on your wallet, you have friends and family and the threat of sentimentality to deal with. We think if we get rid of great-grandpa's rocking chair, even if we never use it, we are disrespecting our family's heritage. We think we have to keep everything ever given to us by a lover, a friend, or a family member. We have been taught to show gratitude for gifts, even if we really don't want them anymore. You say to yourself, What will Aunt Susie think if I don't wear that ugly Christmas sweater with reindeer on it that she gave me? Guess what? Aunt Susie will get over it. And the bonus? She'll probably stop buying you ugly sweaters because you won't appreciate her good taste anyways. And that's a no-win no matter how you look at it. Sentimentality and guilt account for a lot of our possessions, and we often harbor the mistaken belief that we have to keep those mementos to keep the memory or relationship alive. This is simply not true. And we're going to show you how to stop projecting your relationships and memories onto inanimate objects. Finally, we're going to address the guilt. The guilt you have for spending so much money at Ikea or Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever your favorite consumer cult outlet happens to be. You don't want to get rid of those things because you paid good money, damn it. Or conversely, you got a screaming deal. This is a case of being penny wise and pound foolish. You will almost never make back what you spent on an item especially when you consider the storage and maintenance costs for all these years. And it isn't a bargain if you don't actually need it anyway. 
we have a message for you. Get over it. Stop with the guilt. Move on. <laughs>